Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 173 of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast. Uh, Jared, quit tongue in your beer bottle. We've got Kyle Tripball week one. We're also going to recap a little bit of what happened in week zero and then talk about some Live Golf PGA Tour shit that's uh, PGA just wrapped up, Live Golf stuff that went down today. I'm joined by Jared and Ethan. Ethan, late ad. Thought he was going to miss this week, but he is here with little prep. But he's here to uh, he's here for the vibes. <clears throat> the answer is, is that I'm here uh, with no prep, so I am literally just here for the vibes. I'm going to give you some spicy picks regardless. Um, you can choose to tail or fade as you see fit. Um, just know that all of my picks were picked with um, the extensive college football knowledge that I may or may not have. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So speaking of that, for everyone who's been listening to us for a while now, I believe this is our fourth football season, Travis, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it says four years ago, to, actually four years ago today, the day we are recording was the day we created our Twitter account. Okay, so four years ago we've been doing this for – this will be football season number four – and if you guys have been listening since day one, we've kind of done things pretty the same. We have the Generous <laughs> Digest where we cover, um, you know, like pre- big primetime games. Well, this year we're going to switch it up because now we have Ethan on the, on the pod. I'm going to be here when I can. I'm still going to be giving out picks every week. Um, but we're going to do like a season-long contest. So we're still going to cover like big primetime games when NFL rolls around. But what we're going to do for Degenerates Digest is each of us, each week, all three of us, we get 10 units to bet. However, we want to spend those 10 units is up to us. And every week we'll put out 10 units worth of picks and we'll keep track of the standings. And Travis wants to chime in and say something. I've got an idea. Winner of the three gets bought a jersey of their choice by the other two. I'm that's that's fair. I like that. Kind of cool. Kind of yeah, cool idea. I think that's fair. All right. So we're gonna do that. Uh, we start. We'll start this week. Uh, we'll cover college football in a little bit. Before we dive into that, um, for college football at all, let's talk a little bit about golf. If you don't, if you don't like golf, you can skip past it. Um, but PGA Tour season technically wrapped up this past weekend. Tour championship. Uh, Rory McIlroy won, down six strokes going into Sunday. Poster boy. The world number one, Scotty Scheffler, dropped six strokes on the final day, shooting three over. PGA rigged? Question mark? It's pretty hard to rig golf, I would think. But I'm not saying that, that Rory didn't do his part, but come on. Six shots on the last day for Rory, this king that is carrying the PGA to win the Tour Championship. Also, what not only story. Rory also hasn't been good for – I feel like, or consistently good for years. Like he's kind of fell off once he started dating that that tennis star. Yeah, that's when he really fell off. Um, so, well, the FedEx, the St. Jude FedEx fun. Classic that I went to two weeks ago, he missed the cut at, and then he's yeah. going to turn around and win the Tour Championship. Which I mean, that happens, but it's a little know. sus. It's a little sus for somebody who has been like mediocre for not mediocre. Okay, I should say this: golf is hard. Um, <laughs> Obviously not mediocre, but mediocre by PGA standards for like years and years and years. And now he just wins the FedEx Cup. Like when this whole live thing's going on, live 54, whatever, LIV, whatever you want to call it. Um, especially now, I'm sure Travis is going to say they fucking signed a fuckload of people today, or at least four four big names. Um, and I'm just like, who's who's left in the PGA at this point? So uh, they kind of yeah, need so- someone to be that face of golf now that Tiger's not there every weekend. So. 
I mean, it's definitely Rory. They have about 10, 15 golfers left who are like pretty solid or actually really good golfers, but that's about it. Uh, as of right now, Liv has signed 13 of the top 50 PGA like standing world golfers. Um, and just in 2022. So if you want to date back to last year, might be more because some of those guys dropped out earlier on in the year. Today they signed Cam Smith, Mark Leishman, Joaquin Neiman, a couple other names you guys might not know, but those are the top three notable ones. Um, they have a combination of younger guys, older vets. For me, I think the only thing Liv is missing, and I don't know if I – I think I might have talked to Ethan about this one night when we were playing Xbox. If Liv adds like an app – like the PGA app you can download on your phone where you can follow shot by shot and stream live. I think they're going to be competing like no other. Other That's than that the thing right with now. Me is the accessibility. Hard. Like I was getting updates all weekend long from the PGA app that I have, like, you know, about the, the tournament this weekend. Like I, like I was asking Travis a couple weeks ago, Ethan, like we, we were out on a golf course. I'm like, has there been another live tournament since that first one? Like I know I've, I've I was paid attention to that first one, but after that I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't seen anything about it or anything. Yeah. And I think that um, for, for me, at least I just haven't really been paying that close of attention. Um, so I don't know if it's necessarily a marketing thing. And I, and I don't know, actually like Trav, you would, how many tournaments have there been since that first one? You might've just said there's it. been three total. Three. I didn't yeah, say I thought, it, but yeah, there's been three. I, I don't know if it's just, I don't know if it's a marketing thing. They, I don't know if, um, there's really an issue with that. I think it's just that I wasn't looking for it. So I think that that's where I'm coming from. But. I mean, that's the thing. If you're not looking, like if you're not going to the Live Golf website, you're not going to find it because that's the only place it is right now. And it can't be a money thing. Like, Why don't they just fucking develop an app, have all that Saudi Arabian money, develop an app, get somebody shot by shot out on the course. It can't be that hard. I will say working in like software development, that's a lot harder. Than easy. It's easier said than done, but – um they have the money they have the money like the money's there like could they fast track it and roll it out absolutely but yeah like it's it's easier said than done for sure but you could say the same thing like the way that i'm comparing it right now kind of is like uh nfl and xfl whenever it was a thing it was kind of hard to go on because whenever you went to while they did have the scores on espn site they didn't have like a play-by-play stats things like that they just showed the scores so it's kind of like that maybe it might take them a year or two to get things rolling but that's kind of the way i'm looking at it right now so you mean to tell me that if well i guess the nfl gets paid out the ass but some of these smaller name guys were to get paid a fuck ton of money to go to the xfl i guarantee you they do it oh 100 if the xfl is like hey we're gonna pay you what are you getting paid the nfl we're gonna double that triple that they're gonna they're gonna bounce ship and go be the the face of that so We'll see how it plays out. Um, just we'll, we'll end on this. It's total speculation question. What happens if the Live Golf Tour fizzles out? Like, what happens if it doesn't make it? Do you think these guys will be except the back of the PGA or what? Gotta be crawling back with your tails between your legs. Like, <laughs> that's it's a tough question. I think the older guys retire, but these younger guys, Joaquin Neiman is twenty three, Cam Smith. Smith uh, who's the world number two golfer? Like that's that's a bad look. Do you stop golfing? I mean, you get a hundred million dollars. Do you just stop? I mean, you, they those guys could probably live off endorsements for the rest of their lives. So, but I mean, if you're you obviously got into that because you're a competitor at heart. You like to play the solo sport. You only rely on yourself. Like, I see it very hard for them to walk away from something. But you never know. I, well, some of the like, some of the guys I, that have won majors like. You just you compete once a year because you're grandfathered in, like the uh, the Open Championship, the uh, Masters, things like that. Like you you just get to compete in that once a year, and then you're done. Like, yeah, it is. It'll be interesting to see because I mean, like, it is very XF. It's not like XFL or USFL or like these one-off football leagues have started because they've got this massive backing. Um, I just wish it wasn't such a like budding of heads like all these people are like oh the pga was so good to you that's how you got your career like okay why can't they go out and seek other opportunities like that's my whole thing everyone that's like so pissed at them for 
like not staying with the PGA because that's who got them started. That's like getting mad at a college football player for not wanting to, for going, wanting to go to the NFL because, hey, Mizzou or Louisville, whoever the hell is, they, they made you. So you're loyal to them. You should stay there and coach and never go to the NFL and make more money. Like that's just silly. Yeah, that's that's for getting mad. You get mad at Jalen Hurts because he transferred from Alabama because he don't want to sit the bench anymore. Exactly. I mean, that's just it's silly to me. It's so silly. Like that's that's what it is. I think it'll make it. I hope. I'm, I'm telling you that the app, it's, it, the future of the league is writing on developing an app and making it more accessible for people to see because that's all it is. And I think while they might be able to fund it, it just won't ever grow because people can't watch it. Like I'm, I'm sorry. As much as I do care about DJ and Cam Smith and all those guys, I'm not going to pop open my computer on a fucking Saturday afternoon <laughs> and start watching LiveGolf.com. Yep. No, just, no, I mean, to do. they need they so they need the app and they need a streaming app like they can get like Roku, Xbox. They need something that's going to be able where I can like open up. It doesn't have to be on national television. If they had an app where I could open it up and watch, because I I've, I haven't even watched one fucking putt, one stroke, one swing of the Live Golf Tour. That's I that's just how it is. I think a start is just creating the app to where you can just stream it on your phone. I mean, a lot of TVs have the ability to where you can cast it, so that'd be a start. It's at least where you could like watch a little bit of it on your phone. But yeah, just wanted to cover a little bit of that. PGA ended and. Some big names, Cam Smith in particular, signed with Liv today. So if that bored you enough, we're going on to college football. All right, boys. So this was – I kind of borrowed this idea from Travis because um, he did this for our, our fantasy football draft. You guys heard that last week. Uh, but we're going to do this every week. We each get 10 units. Once NFL starts, we get 10 units between college and NFL. So that's when it's going to get a little bit tougher. This week is pretty tough for me. I don't know about you guys because there's just a fuckload of college football games every single week. Um, but I narrowed it down. So how do you guys want to do it? Do you guys want to start off with giving, going, going like round table? By the way, well, this first is, let's talk. Go, go ahead. ahead. This, this is Degenerous Digest now. Officially. <laughs> this We're is go officially. Go back to the second. Uh, uh, if we want to start off, is there anything from week zero we wanted to cover? Because it was almost impossible to bet. Um, hopefully week one isn't as hard. There's, there's a lot more games to pick from. But some teams did shit the bet and are on my fade list. I'm making a list this year. Um, well, I know you guys were talking about how you were betting on Wyoming. I don't know if you listened to my little five-minute segment. I was on Illinois. That teaser hit. I had an in-game teaser with Illinois, and uh, I did Illinois spread in, in the under. That hit. Um, but you also had Wyoming in a separate teaser. I did. I did. I didn't think Illinois would win. I even said, if I don't, if I thought Illinois would have rolled like that, I would take them straight up. But – um either here's my, 2020. here's my biggest takeaway here <laughs> is illinois good or is wyoming that bad fuck if i would have known illinois was gonna win by 30 i would have taken them minus 14. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding no wyoming is that i don't think illinois is that good they might not be as bad as what they've been in years past they have syracuse the transfer quarterback from there um but I think that Wyoming is literally that bad. Their quarterback is fucking atrocious. I saw some of the throws he made. It's bad. Yeah, I unfortunately missed the game um, this past weekend. I could not find it for whatever reason, and then I found it on the Fox app like halfway through the fourth quarter, and at that point I was like, I don't want to fucking watch this game. Um, but from what I heard and some of the highlights I've seen, yeah, Wyoming's quarterback was – not good it was uh for those of you who listened last week obviously that was a big pick of mine it's something that i i i was i'm not a believer in illinois like i said i watched them play for two years granted i get it um different team now i was there when lovey was there so i know that we're a couple years removed from lovey um i'm just not a believer in this team who whoever has been a believer in this team to be honest with you so (laughs) it was hard to hard for me to trust a spread that big with the wyoming team that has shown they can put up points in years past. Clearly, they did not show that this week. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was just rough. They had a rough game, and then holy shit, Hawaii. Wow. To be fair, Hawaii's never been like good at football. Like I bet them because I thought that like Vanderbilt wasn't good last year either. 
Um, I don't think it was a Vanderbilt. Granted, again, it's one of those things where they might not be as bad as what they were in years past, but that was just a very, very, very poor performance from Hawaii. Like, holy shit. That, so yeah, Hawaii is, well, that was awful. Like, that game started out so strong. Like, they, Hawaii marched down the field, scored first drive of the game. Like, oh, this is the Vanderbilt I know. And then it just went downhill from there. One team I was impressed with, <laughs> even though they lost, was, was, was UConn. The Jim Moore. Yeah. They usually get blown the fuck out of the water every game. They haven't had – there's something that they, they – they did something on, on Saturday they haven't done since 2015. But Jim Mora um, was – used to be a really – I fucking – where did he coach at? He coached somewhere big, and I'm going to fucking – I'm be like, you're an idiot. You should know this. Um, God damn. What did he coach at? He used to be the coach of – yeah, he coached the NFL. He was the coach of the Falcons and the Seahawks. And then he coached at UCLA for a long time, and now he's at UConn. So, I mean, the dude knows what he's doing. I think he's going to turn that program around. Um, UConn used to be a big fade, but if the UConn's a double-digit dog, I'm, I'm going to take him this year a lot. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. As bad as they are, they scared. Well, not scared me because I didn't have them, but they did put up a scare if you were better in the second half. They started, they started like falling hard, and then picked it back up in the fourth and covered pretty much with ease. Um, outside of that, any week zero stuff that you guys saw that you might be like fade? Uh, I did see one actually that one of my picks UTEP. might be against is UTEP. Yeah, yeah, their offense is the most inept mm-hmm. fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's bad. <laughs> so that's about it. But other than that, round table, is that how we want to do these picks for Degenerates Digest? Yeah, and, and how do you wanna how do you wanna do them? Do you want us to give our best ones first? You just want to go in like chronological order? Because I have one on Thursday, the rest of mine are on Saturday. Like how do you up to us? Um I have first? mine. So I have mine. I did mine in a chronological order, like how they're happening throughout the week. Obviously, different units on some, and then I have one parlay at the end. I do have a parlay as well. Um, so, okay, so, so let's just do chronological order. We can give our units. Like, so we each get 10. That's where we're going to do it. Travis can come up with a cool graphic that we're going to reuse throughout the entire year that gives our pick each week. And no also, promises. And also, no promises. And then also, No promises that it'll be cool. Promises there will be a graphic. <laughs> and then also, he's going to give an updated standings each week um, once the week is over. Um, so anyway, I love these I'll, responsibilities I'm getting thrown on me. Hey, suck a dick. <laughs> you I'm just kidding. Today? I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Well, well, since Jared, since Jared's all hippy dippity doo dah and has a Thursday night pick, what do you got for us? I got a Thursday night pick. It's Central Michigan at Oklahoma, at Oklahoma State. God, no. Fucking 20 points. Are you kidding me? Um, Central Michigan at Mizzou. Central Michigan is 20. At Mizzou? Again. Sorry, goddamn. Central Michigan <laughs> is at. Oklahoma State, Central Michigan at Oklahoma State Thursday night. I'm taking Central Michigan plus 21 and a half. They're three touchdown dogs, um, and I mean it's, it's it's pretty simple here. Wait, no, I think I fucked this up. Someone else go. Oh my god, <laughs> it's pretty simple here. Very complicated answer he was about to get. Oh god, fucked it up. All right, Jarrett, thanks for that intro. I'm gonna go ahead and start off with mine. My first game, I believe it is on Saturday, if my computer would load. I don't have the time uh, on it. It is the UTEP at Oklahoma game. 
Oklahoma is 31-point favorites, and that's who I'm taking. I'm just doing one unit on it. Uh, OU, while they did lose everybody at behind uh, center, they got Dylan Gabriel, former quarterback from UCF, who I believe was, was he on that team where they won the national championship? Um, where they won the national championship? Yes, he was, I think, but they didn't win. They didn't win a national championship. You know what I mean? It was a joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he I, he's been there for a long time. He's the one who hurt his knee, or who got hurt uh, a couple of years ago, and now he's transferred to Oklahoma. And I think that they will be not amazing, but good enough to handle UTEP by thirty-one points because they suck and they can't score for fuck after what I just saw last weekend. So 31 points, one unit on that one on Saturday. All right. I figured it out now. So <laughs> um, I like – you said you said you're taking Oklahoma minus 31 and a half? Yep. At I, 2.30 on Saturday. I like that. I like that. That was, that was my – so we're not getting off to a stellar start, but my notes were a little, were a little jumbled up. Um, I am doing – I, I do have a Thursday game. I am taking Central Michigan plus 21.5 at Oklahoma State Thursday night for one unit. Um, how many units was, was your pick, Travis? Did you say one? Mine, mine was just one. Okay. I'm doing Central Michigan plus 21.5 at OSU for one unit on Thursday night. Oklahoma State lost their defensive coordinator last year. Um, their defense was really their bread and butter. In the Gundy area, it's been in the Gundy era. It's been mostly offense, but last year's defense. Also, Central Michigan, nothing. You know, they're a solid team last year. They went nine and four. Um, former Gators head coach Jim McElwain. He's going into his fourth year now. They only lost one game last year by more than twenty points, and now it's the LSU on the road. So I know this is Oklahoma State on the road. I don't think Oklahoma State's kind of the same caliber as LSU. That's just my opinion. Um, so I like Central Michigan plus 21 and a half at one unit on Thursday night. Oklahoma State is also only returning 37% of their starters on defense. Yep. Or of their team on defense. So Yeah, and their defense defense was nails last year and they lost the coordinator. So yeah, give me give me the three touchdowns for CMU. The chip walls, baby. Ethan, you got anything yet? I do, and unfortunately Jared took my first one. Um so we do have a consensus pick here to start off the bat. Uh, I also hey, we're not had, we're not betting against each other here. Well, yes, the, the winner does get a jersey. We hope we all do well. So yeah, exactly. Um, but I also had Central Michigan. Uh, I had them plus twenty one. What did you say you had them at, Jared? 20, 21 and a half. Miles okay, Bovada, so, so. yeah. Um, so either way, twenty one, twenty one and a half. I put a unit on it as well. Um, pretty much everything you just said above, on top of the fact that the Chippewas were four and one against the spread as an underdog last season. Um, this line did has, or sorry, excuse me. This line has moved three points since it's open. It was um, fucking minus eighteen, plus eighteen. So now it's up to plus twenty one uh, or twenty one and a half even. And then um, the Chippewas do have Lou Nichols, who last year led the FBS with almost nineteen hundred rushing yards or nineteen hundred yards, sorry, and sixteen touchdowns last season. Um, so they're turning a big dog on the other end. Um, Pretty good against the spread as dogs last season, and then mix that with you know, you just talked about it. Oklahoma State returning thirty percent, thirty-seven percent of their team. Um, you said new offensive coordinator, correct? Def- defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator. Um, yeah. So it kind of just good recipe for it. They're not gonna win. I'm pretty confident in that, but I could see this easily being like a 13, 14 point game. Uh, yeah, I like that. Their quarterback is also from St. Louis. If that means anything to you guys at all, interesting. So, Bing Bong, there we go, boys. Uh, my next pick is my lock. We, I know we're not doing lock of the weeks anymore, but this is my hammer zone. Uh, love this. It is Houston at UTSA. I am hammering Houston minus four. Hammering that's, it. That's my uh, lock as well. They were nails. I got three units on it. Houston's returning eighty percent of their offense. Only 55% of their defense, but UTSA, 39% offense, 42% defense. I know they were good last year, but they lost Sincere McCormick. They're losing a lot of their big pieces. Uh, Houston minus four. Love it. Love it all day. I'll probably put a $50, $100 bet. 
Yeah, no, uh, that's my lock of the week, too. That's my three-unit bet as well for my 10 units. Um, yeah, UTSA had a miracle season last year and then really shit the bed in their bowl game. Um, so, yeah, I like uh, like Houston to take this one home, minus four. There we go. I did not have that Jump bit. on the wagon. Um, but, I mean, I'll probably jump on the wagon and bet on it. Um, if I remember correctly, yes, UTSA was what they were undefeated through nine weeks last season, I believe it was. Um, but they didn't really play. Anymore. But I mean, who do they play? That's my point. Yeah, exactly. And full disclosure, um, I'm not hating on this program at all. I got to tour their facilities last fall, like their football facilities. Phenomenal. If I was a recruit, I'd go there just for that. Um, but as a team, yeah, UTSA's facilities are incredible. Um, but uh, not a not a big uh, believer in their team this year. At least not from a standpoint of doing what they did last year. So um, didn't have that pick. Probably tail it. Um, so yeah, my and Jared, you, I'm assuming that was your second pick. You just went yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep, yep. Amazing. So my second pick is also a Thursday game. Um, 7 p.m. my time. So 7 p.m. Eastern. It is the West Virginia Mountaineers versus the Pittsburgh Panthers. The line is currently, at least from what I'm reading, at seven and a half um, yep. in favor of Pitt, which kind of threw me for a loop. Um, lost Kenny Pickett, obviously. Um, so to me, I don't know what this Pittsburgh team is going to look like. I know they picked up the USC quarterback, I believe. Dude, um, ball sack. I almost took this line you're about to take. <laughs> um, but I don't really have a whole lot to say about this game other than I'm taking West Virginia at plus seven and a half. Um, I think they could win this game outright. Um, it's gonna essentially be a home game for West Virginia. It like they're at Pitt, but that's like 45 minutes up the road from Morgantown. Um, so they're gonna have a, their fans travel well. Um, I like that team a lot. Like I said, didn't do a ton of research tonight, guys. But um, just looking at this line, looking at the the pit team that I know was from last year that is no longer this year, um, I'm taking West Virginia plus seven and a half, and I'm throwing two units on it. Yeah, I was I was eyeballing this pick as well. I uh, decided to stay away because I did see while they pit lost Kenny Pickett, um, they did return a lot of their offensive line, they, which was like which, they returned like seventy percent of their whole team. Yeah. Know. Yeah, and and a big piece of it was their offensive line, which was so good last year in keeping Kenny Pickett protected. But again, West Virginia can never count them out. You know, those motherfuckers like like to burn couches after they win. So I mean, you can never count those <laughs> motherfuckers out. And so I I had this on my slate, and the whole reason I threw it off was because of like I saw what they were returning. In the end, I will probably still end up betting it to Ryan Ethan, um, metaphorically and literally. Uh, but <laughs> The whole reason that I that I came back around to it, and I like it a lot, is because Keaton Slovis, I hate him. I hated him at USCA. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but West Virginia's quarterback is JT Daniels. So, Yep. I didn't oh, know no that. Shit. Also USC, correct? At some point? No, Georgia. Didn't JT Daniels? Well, I knew he was at yeah. Georgia, but didn't at some point he also go to USC? I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I just knew that he was the one who should have started for Georgia and would have led them to a championship as well. So plus seven and a half. I like that pick. We got some good picks here, boys. Um, let's roll into my third one. I've got Tulsa at Wyoming. Anybody else? Jared's throwing his hands up because I think he has the same game. Uh, Tulsa minus six. That's who I'm taking for one unit. Tulsa returning 65% of their offense, 60% of their defense. Wyoming, we saw what they looked like last week. Tulsa last year relied on the defense. They had a lockdown deep. Wyoming couldn't fucking score a point if they wanted to last week. Tulsa minus six to play for sure. That's all I got. Jared's got the same thing. No, I actually don't have them as a straight. Uh, they're they're a lay piece for me. So Tulsa money line is is part part of my parlay. Um, my next game is also at three thirty on Saturday. So it takes place at the same time as the Houston game that I had earlier. It's Arkansas at home against Cincinnati. Arkansas's minus nope. six. I'm taking I'm taking Arkansas. Dude, Cincinnati lost literally everything. Uh they were a Cinderella team last year. They lost I just can't root against I just can't root for Arkansas. 
Neither, I, I can't in an SEC game, but this is not a, an SEC game. I think since he's going to get put on the map quick and early, they got voted number 24 in the preseason top 25 for what? They literally lost everybody. They lost their starting quarterback in Desmond Ritter. They lost their, their running back who rushed for 1,300 yards last year, and they lost their leading wide receiver. That's not a good recipe. Meanwhile, Arkansas training in the right direction. They returned K.J. Jefferson at quarterback. I think he's going to have a, have, have a pretty good year. And to only make them six-point favorites at home – for a Cincy team that lost so much production is just egregious, I think. So I love Arkansas minus six at two units. I think this might I mean, obvious I, I don't mind the pick. I don't hate the pick at all, but I think this would be the only pick of mine that I like actually root against because I would love to see Cincy beat Arkansas. I would too. I hate the Razorbacks, but it just makes too much sense on paper not 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 to bet it. And maybe that's why you should bet the other way. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't hate it. I just hate Arkansas. Uh, Ethan. Yes. Um, <clears throat> my next pick is going to be my lock of the week. Um, right. It is. We we talked about them earlier. I'm still not high on them. I will continue to not be high on them until they prove me wrong. Um, but I'm taking Indiana at home against the Illinois Fighting Illini at minus two and a half at three units. Um, I'm I'm just still not a believer in this Illinois team. The Wyoming team looked bad. They're on the road. Indiana, I think it's Memorial Stadium, is a hard place to play. Um, they're on a short week because they played Saturday. I'm pretty positive, and they play Friday at 8 p.m. Um, and Indiana is their first game of the season. I think you could argue the upside that Illinois has is they've had a week to work out some kinks. Indiana hasn't. Um, but at home, two and a half point spread. To me, that's a no-brainer. Um, so I'm taking Indiana minus two and a half, three units. You better hope <clears throat> that Jack Tuttle doesn't go down because their backup's Connor Basilek. I'm not Indiana, and he won't win you shit. <laughs> I'm no. not scared. <laughs> no, I mean I, I like that pick. Indiana's had a decent. It's kind of crazy they've had a decent football program in the last few years. And I mean, at home, give them three points. Another Big Ten test early. Um, yeah, I like it. I don't mind it at all either. All right. My next pick. Hopefully none of you motherfuckers have it. As of right now, I'm just kind of coasting along army at coastal Carolina. Neither of you look like you have it. All right. Coastal Carolina (laughs) at home, two point favorites. I love them. I love them in this spot. Um, they've been good. For the last couple of years, they're returning Grayson McCall. I think which is huge. He's been a major part of their offense. Pretty much a reason why that they uh, have been so successful. Not only that, but I think it's pretty easy as long as you have a decent team to stop the triple option because Army can't pass the ball. Um, and I'm not too worried about it. They are returning not a lot of their offensive pieces, which I feel like it's not going to be super easy just to come in and and learn the triple option and be able to compete with a team like coastal Carolina. That's been pretty solid. Uh, So that's a, that's a big reason of mine being at home army, having to travel there. I'm throwing two units on coastal minus two. I like that. Uh, I think Grayson McCall is a big reason why Isaiah likely even got drafted to be honest with you. Uh, I think he's, I think he's a solid quarterback. Um, I really don't think Isaiah likely is that great of a tight end. uh, If I'm being really, really just blunt. Um, an army, like you said. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. If you could stop the triple option, 
in that offense. I know they're starting to kind of adapt. Is it Army or Navy that's starting to pass more with the, with their new head coach? One I don't of know. I know that I know last year in the Army Navy game in general there was just more passing than there had been in years past. But I still think a majority of their games they might be opening up to like ten pass attempts now instead of, instead of five. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but uh, I like that pick. I like Coastal. Um, we wrote them. We wrote them a lot the last few years, and they've been kind to us. So might as well kick it off with a bang. Um, my next pick. I'm going to go to Saturday night at seven p.m. Um, it is Miami, Ohio at Kentucky. Um, the spread is 16 and a half. I'm taking the Red Hawks at plus 16 and a half. Listen, I am not buying the Kentucky hype train. The fact they're even ranked in the preseason top 25 to me is egregious. Uh, Will Levis is getting Heisman hype. Come on, guys. Let's, it's fucking Kentucky football. Like, let's pump the goddamn brakes. He, lo- he lost his top wide receiver from last year. He lost his offensive coordinator. How many times have we seen – quarterbacks take a dip in production whenever they have to change offensive coordinators from the previous year. It happens all the time. Also, they're replacing most of their offensive line. I think that's going to be a problem. And this is going to be a big learning curve game for that entire Kentucky team. I just don't see them running with it like, like a lot of people think. Also, of Miami, Ohio, six losses last year. Yes, they went seven and six. But of those six losses, only one was by 17-plus points. Three um, – Four of the six losses were by one possession. So this team is tight, is tough. They play close games. Um, I just don't see the, I don't see Kentucky having an absolute runaway. Miami, Ohio isn't a scrub like Southeastern, Southeastern Louisiana or fucking McNeese State. They play a, de- a decent conference. So I like them at plus 16 and a half for one unit. Big Ben would be proud. Uh, <laughs> he would be proud indeed. They also have. Brett Gabbert still, so hell yeah, there you go, there you go, baby. I don't know how the how the fuck do you have a brother who's like thirty four, and then your your other brother is still in college? It blows my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. Is Blaine Gabbert <laughs> really thirty four? Blaine Gabbert's got to be. I, I guess mean, so. He's got to be. He graduated in thirteen, I think it was thirteen or twelve. I mean, he was quarterback after uh, fucking after Chase Daniel. What's his face? Not Chase no, Daniel. Yeah, he uh, graduated in like eleven. Who's no? Who's between Chase Daniel? It was uh, he ended up playing there. Canadian football. No, or James no, Franklin. No. J- James, James Franklin, Franklin was after Blaine Gabbert. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, uh, Blaine Gabbert was there my freshman year. Blaine Gabbert was a junior my freshman year of college. Blaine Gabbert is about to turn thirty three. Yeah, he's close two enough. years older. So yeah. close enough. I'm close enough. But either way, um, yeah. So I made that pick. I think year in year out, Kentucky's always over. Kentucky and Tennessee. Yep. You can guarantee that they're not going to be as good as what you think they're going to be. Yep. <clears throat> Ethan, what you got for us? Yeah, me and Jared have another consensus pick there. That was one of my later picks, um, but I'll just go ahead and say it now. I actually really like uh, Miami, Ohio, too, over Kentucky. Um, for a lot of the same reasons, but also just we, you were talking about like being overrated, and maybe it's a little bit of just like the homer in me, like the bias in me, but – Kentucky just doesn't tend to impress me year in and year out as just some dominant team. And I don't think that that's going to change here, even against a team um, as not of higher caliber. Again, not saying that they're just going to come out and lose, but 16 and a half is a pretty big spread. Um, I'm, I'm not just like a huge believer in this team. So give me for a unit, give me plus 16 and a half all day. Yeah, and also Kentucky just is that team that squeaks out games. Like they always find a way to like win in that last possession or two. They've done it to Mizzou, I believe, twice now, and since since we've been to the SEC. So, um, yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm glad glad me and Ethan got a lot of consensus picks here. It's either going to work out really really good or really really bad. So, <laughs> yeah, Travis is either going to take the lead solid. or <laughs> pretty solid or pretty terribly. Um, <clears throat> all right, my next pick. I have one more before my parlay. It is a two-unit pick. It is Liberty at Southern Miss. I don't know what is going on with this spread, but Liberty is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Southern Miss, while they are returning a good amount of their team, they are god-awful. They're a god-awful football team. I believe, from what the depth chart looks like right now, they're starting a redshirt freshman at quarterback. They were 3-9 and nine last year. Liberty, we all know what they did. They were really good, had Malik Willis. They're also bringing in – they brought in Charlie Brewer, 
the quarterback from Baylor last yep. year. Uh, good head coach. I don't see a reason why they can't cover three and a half versus a terrible Southern Miss team from last year. So I'm throwing two units on that. Okay. So wait, let me. My brain is not working today. You said Liberty is the three and a half point dogs. Point favorite, either way. Oh, yeah, okay. I still love a minus three and a half. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So you have one. That was your last pick before before your part. That was my last straight up play. I have a one three one two two. So I have nine units out, and then I have a one unit lay. So I have two more picks before my before my uh, half unit lay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and roll into mine. Uh, my first one, both my both my last two straights are at seven thirty on Saturday. Um, I got Memphis at Mississippi State. I'm taking an over here, ladies and gents. I'm taking the over 57 in the <laughs> Memphis-Mississippi State game at one and a half units. Um, I think, honestly think Mississippi State's going to be a dangerous team this year. I really, really do. Will they compete in the West? No, because they have to play Alabama, so that's that sucks for them. But they return nine starters on offense, eight on defense, 17 total, the most in the SEC. Last year they ranked six in offensive plays per game, which is basically tempo. Um, Memphis ranked 36 in that same category and their sophomore quarterback, Seth, Seth Hennigan. Um, he's only going to get better. He was a true freshman last year threw for 25 touchdowns, eight picks, 3,300 yards and had a 60% completion percentage. It's going to be a second full year as a starter. I think he's going to be a stud. Um, so I can see this one being a barn burner. So I love the over here at one and a half units. I don't, <clears throat> I don't disagree with you. I like to pick does. Mississippi State returning so many stars on defense scare you with the over? No, because uh, Memphis beat them last year. So Memphis beat Mississippi State last year. Yep. What was the score? Um, Do you know that off the top of your head? That might be a good thing to look into if they're returning as many starters as you said they are, and they're playing against the same quarterback who's inevitably probably better. It was thirty-one to twenty-nine, so sixty points. And what was the over? 57. That's close. That's a very that's a very close one. We shall see. All right. Um, don't hate it though. Don't don't mind that pick at all. My tail myself. Ethan. Maybe might be good tossing a teaser. Ethan, what do you got? Yeah, so I got um my next pick is actually my next two picks are in the same game. Um I'm not parlaying them, teasing them or anything, but I do have two picks. One's the spread, one's the over under. Um, so I'll start with the spread and then I can continue into the over under or we can work our way around either way. Um, it's the Georgia Oregon game. Um, okay. I took a look at this game and I took it a little bit of a deeper dive into this game as we've been talking. Cause as you all know that are listening, I've been doing my prep as we have been potting. <laughs> so, um, but I, I read a couple articles as you guys were talking, which is why I've been a little quiet. Um, but for my first pick, I really like, the plus 17 and a half, at least is what I'm currently reading at with Oregon. Um, I know they're the defending champs, but they lost a lot of people on both sides of the ball. They lost, I think, 33 lettermen total. They lost 14 starters. They had 15 players drafted, which is insane because they 14 starters, I guess one of them wasn't a starter that got drafted. That doesn't make sense to me, um, but that's what the article said. Um, they do have a lot of good quality talent returning as well as new talent coming in. They still have Stetson Bennett. Um, they still have Jalen Carter at DT, um, Nolan Smith at the outside linebacker spot. But Oregon has a brand new um, quarterback for one. And it is, I know it's a little scary. It is Bo Nix. Um, but so he came over from Auburn, uh, but they also have a brand new um, fucking, oh, Jesus Christ, offensive coordinator, I believe is what I read. I'm start trying to go back on it, but offensive coordinator, um, they've got a lot of new young talent coming in as well. So they got rid of a lot of uh, four-year starters, guys who moved on that team that, you know, didn't look as good as it has in years past. I think that's kind of like clean slate. Now um, they're jumping into the season ranked 11th. Um, their offense is supposed to look kind of rejuvenated under Bo Nix. They do have a five-star quarterback as well, who they as a recruit coming into. I don't believe he's the starter. I could be wrong. Um, but I just really yeah, like plus really 16 it. and a half. It's a primetime game, 3.30 on ABC on Saturday. Two essentially top 10 teams, Oregon's 11th. I think it's going to be a close game. I think that, too, with Georgia's defense, even though losing a lot of pieces, 
will keep this game close um, just because they tend to play low-scoring games. We saw it last year. They won a game. I think their opening game last year was against Clemson, if I remember correctly, and I believe it was 10-3. to um, So just like thinking yeah, about that as I mean, well. Their offense is just hard to blow people out of the water. Like They're, they're not offensive-minded team at all. So they also rely a lot that. on their ground game. And I know they lost James Cook and uh the other kid who I can't think of off the top of my head either. Um Samir White. But apparently they well, yeah, apparently they got some good Well, there you go. Ball. There's there, there's your non starter that got drafted. Mm. Samir White. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just wanted to toss that out there while you're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Both running backs. So, so they have zero yeah. running backs. They do have they well, they have zero running backs, but they I guess they have a couple of good really good recruits coming in as well um so i think that they're going to continue to rely on the run game but i think that's going to slow the pace of play i think it's going to lower their point total um which is going to keep this game closer and then on top of that i talked about i had two picks for that um i'm also betting the under because it's at 53 and a half and i could easily see this game being like 20 to 17 you know even like 23 24 to 17 still hits that under um so those are my two picks i like even if uh, Oregon scores 35 or Oregon uh, Georgia scores 35. Yeah. They still cover. Could if it's like 35 to 17, 35 to 17 would be plus 18. So it'd be close. It would just miss the spread. Um, but I guess if it was like 35, 18, you'd cover the under cause it's 53 and a half and you'd cover the spread. That's a weird. I score, don't see so. Georgia putting up 35 <laughs> points. I see. That's what I'm, lo- I'm saying like- max. I liked when I was looking at this game, I wanted to bet it because like it's like the big game this week. I I'm probably gonna either tail one of your picks. I'm leaning more towards the under because I think that like Travis said, Georgia has got a dominant defense, always has. Like that's been their MO since they've gotten good. Um, but they're never gonna roll you away on offense. Um and I think the Oregon's offense is gonna be good enough to keep them in it. I don't know if they're gonna be good enough to help them win it. I'm I'm like you, Ethan. I'm seeing like a 21, like 14, 2017 game, something, something crazy like that. Yep. And if I'm wrong, I think that it could be a shootout too. But I think one of these will for sure hit because I think if it if I am wrong with the under, I think it's a shootout, and I think it's still close. It just might end up being like a 38 to 35 game. I have no idea. Um, but I don't think that either one of these teams is going to blow each other out. So if it's a shootout, it's going to play in Oregon's favor, and they're going to cover. Like that. That's my thing. Like you. Yeah. Take three of our picks. Ready for this? I know I'm going on on tangent here. <laughs> Under 60, Georgia. Over 50, Mississippi State. Tulsa plus one. Teaser. Teaser. You cross the plus. zero line, though, man. You cross the zero line. <laughs> that doesn't I – mean, at minus six, it doesn't matter. Or you just – why don't you make it a six-point teaser then? Because the under – 50 is a lot sexier than under four or under 60 is a lot sexier than under 59. True. I like, I like both Ethan's picks in that game. If I had to lean one, I'd probably lean, I'd probably lean the under, but I could see both playing out. So um, sweet Travis, Ethan, how many more picks do you have left? I would just have one. Cause I believe that puts me at nine units. So I have, I have, I have two. just I have my a, one unit teaser. I have a straight and a parlay. So you, parlay. You, want, you want me to give my, 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 my last straight, and we can all give give our fun picks. Okay. Uh, my last straight is also at 7.30 on Saturday. It's, U, it's This is a big game, too, that I think everyone's overlooking. Utah at Florida. I think Utah is way overranked going into the season. Why are they number seven? Go ahead, Travis. Their, their ranking steered me away from this game. I don't know if there's something that we're not seeing. I didn't want to bet Florida. And then – Top, I don't want to bet. Stop. I don't want to bet Florida and then get murdered by Utah being really good, and I want to bet Utah and then get murdered by them just shitting the bed. So I was just like, no, I'm not betting this at all. Well, I, I don't think to, Florida's that good. I wanted to take one straight value bet. Florida's not bad. Um, and this the quarterback is a, sucks. This is a long flight for Utah. A long flight from Utah into the swamp. A tough place to play in Week One. Uh, prime time game. I'm taking Florida, not even with the fucking points. I'm saying fuck the points. Give me the Florida money line to one in the swamp at plus one thirty at one unit. Um, there's listen. There's always one 
gigantic upset week one in college football. There's this always gigantic. one. Florida's not even ranked. I know, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's gigantic. Ethan, Fuck, throw the rankings out the window. Being an underdog at home hmm. at the swamp, that's not gigantic upset. Maybe if they were, maybe if they were going into Utah and winning, but like you said, I don't think I think Utah's improperly ranked, but their defense was locked down last year. I either see one of two things: I see Florida winning by ten plus, or Utah winning by twenty plus. That's what's going to happen. Okay, well, Florida returns six starters on offense, four of them on the offensive line, which is huge, which is key with that with that shitty quarterback you were just talking about. They also return eight starters on defense. So maybe even look at the under in this game. I don't know if Travis thinks the Utah's defense was was great. I just like I listen. I was like, you know, I gotta throw in one one underdog, one big upset. I'm gonna do it every single week for the rest of the football season. I'm gonna do it. I don't care if it's NFL or college. This is my one this week. It's not really a huge underdog. They're plus one thirty, but I like Florida to take it home Saturday night at the swamp at at, at plus one thirty for a unit. So, so Florida just by chance. I'm looking here. If you say they returned. They returned their uh, a lot Four. of their offensive line, yeah, and their quarterback. That's it. Everyone else is new. Is that is that is that such a bad thing? I don't know. They lost. Uh, was Damian? Did Damian Pierce play for Florida? Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yes, and the wrong guy. Doesn't matter. Anyway, it's, 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 it's anyway. It's a one-unit bet. I just, I just had to throw out, throw out an underdog pick. It'd be a fun game to watch regardless. Um, again, another school I don't really care for, Florida. I'd like to see Utah win. but I don't know. You watch that, Mor- watch that Mormon show I watched on fucking Hulu, and that'll really turn you off against anything Utah or Mormons or BYU. Jesus Christ. No, seriously. like They're really, they're really terrible people. Like They really are. I mean, uh, there's a lot of Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce did go to Florida. Indeed. You are correct. I, I thought he did. I thought he did. I know my shit, boys. All right. I'm going to go with my my parlay then. I haven't thrown a pick out in forever. Are you ready for this? Yep. Houston money line. Agree. I think we can all agree. That's in my parlay. South Carolina money line. Not in mine, but I like it. They're at home against Georgia State. They're 12 and a half point favorites, so. Shouldn't be too tough. Liberty money line. Don't think they should lose against uh, Southern Miss. I like San Diego State. They're at home against Arizona. We know how bad Arizona's been uh, for the last few years. And then I have Tulsa money line against Wyoming. Those five are a plus five ten odds for one unit. All right. I like it. One to win 5.1. Ethan, is your last pick a parlay too? Or something it fun? is. It's, it's a bullshit parlay, but it's a parlay. Let's give it, baby. <laughs> um, so, obviously, I'm going to say it again. So, everybody hears me and they're like, like this dude's fucking crazy. Um, making all my picks as we go. So, just take this with a grain of salt. I really, I am hope, giving I really hope this doesn't fuck you for the standings for the whole season. It <laughs> will not because it's one unit. So, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> We had Four. some similar picks with you as well, so I don't. Yeah, think I know. Yeah, I know. Um, for fun, I am going to throw you the Missouri parlay, oh, and I am oh, going God. to take Mizzou minus nineteen and a half <laughs> because why not? And then for funsies, I'm going to take Semo 
plus 37 against Iowa State. You ready for this? SEMO is going to make this a good game. I was looking at this earlier, and I couldn't find a spread or anything on it. I thought about putting a little bit on SEMO money line. 37 points, man. I don't care if they're on the road. I don't care if it's Big 12. It's Iowa State. Iowa State is returning very, very, very few. And according to a lot of places, they're going to be a super, super declining team. So I love that. Also, SEMO wasn't a bad football team last year. No, they weren't. They just weren't. So, what are the, what um, are the odds on that? By the way, that that, that Missouri uh, parlay, uh, plus two fifty eight for both. So it's uh, Semo plus thirty seven is minus one ten, and then Mizzou minus nineteen and a half is minus one fourteen. Well, if you throw, what if you throw Semo money line instead? Oh my <laughs> god! I don't even know what that would be because I can't find it on Fanduel. I'm currently on Vegas Insider, just looking at the uh, combined odds from all the different sports books. And they just have the spread up, so have no idea what the money line would be, dude. Uh, right, I love it. That's a fun one. I love the Missouri parlay. Um, my last pick is a half unit six leg parlay. Uh, Houston money line, like Travis already said. Uh, Ohio State money line against Notre Dame. Arkansas money line against Cincy. BYU money line against Southern Florida because Southern Florida is going to be terrible, like they always are. NC State money line against ECU and Tulsa money line against Wyoming. It's a six leg parlay plus four twenty six half unit to win two point one three units. So nothing super sexy, but I had a half unit left and it's like fucking might as well do a parlay. So that was my parlay. So um what was, do you know the odds are spread on the BYU game? Oh do 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 I do not, but I have Bavada pulled up. I can tell you real quick. Minus 430. Minus 12. Okay. I uh I had a I'm st- I started like a like a Google Docs sheet of teams that w- had good QB transfers, and they and USF was one of them. So I had them on my uh, on my radar. So they're I'm over under they're over under on season wins is three and a half. So if that tells you anything. I don't give a flying fuck. If I'm calling it, if it get if Jared's parlay gets busted, USF is busting it. Jerry Bohannon, he played for Baylor. He was Baylor's quarterback too. We'll see. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you should take it off. But I'm saying I'm just calling it if it gets busted. If mine gets busted, who's busting it? Uh, what was yours again? Houston, South Carolina, Liberty, San Diego State, and Tulsa. South Carolina. Yep, South Carolina. There's Georgia State. Yep, they, they they're notorious. We. <laughs> what was did it? You, did, well, did you have the money line or spread? Money line. When what, who oh. they who they lose to that one? We lost to Citadel. <laughs> Citadel. <laughs> we lost to Citadel, Brian. <laughs> that um, was them. That was them. Well, so. Money line. That might be a different story. Is is the entire parlay money line for you? Yes, all of them. Okay. Both of us. Yeah. Okay. It's either gonna be them or I honestly hate to say it could be could be Liberty too, which would fuck you twice. If yeah, Liberty right. loses Southern Miss, then Hugh Freeze should just retire from football forever. I can tell you who's gonna fuck Ethan's parlay. It's not gonna be Seamus. It's gonna be a zoo. Uh, that's nah. tougher than one, one by twenty. Points. Drinkwitz told the entire campus to not go to class on Friday. <laughs> that place is going to be fucking rocking. So <laughs> did he really they're gonna come out and they're going to blow the waters off. Did he really say that? Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, straight up said, he was basically like class Man. isn't important. It's early in the semester. You don't have to go. That's that when we went to school there. Our head coach was just too busy getting DUIs. <laughs> hey, man, don't, well. don't fucking talk shit on Gary people. We'll have... Well, half your school when they went there was Barry Odom. So, yeah, that guy was just a douche. Oh my yeah. god, that guy was that guy was a hard hard nut gym coach. We got the pleasure of Barry Odom and Kim Anderson. Let's just put that in perspective. Yeah, y'all 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 got like I was there <laughs> during Gary Pinkle, and I was there year two SEC the first year SEC yeah. championship. Ethan and second Ethan was there for the second. So I don't know. I say we got a pretty good end of the stick on that one. You guys got fucked on basketball. My year, my sophomore year there when, when Frank Hayes 
took us like we went 30 and two that year. That was fucking wild. That was amazing. It was yeah. insane. Basketball would have been fun. Basketball games. I can see be an awesome time. Yeah. Which, hey, this, uh, this, this this new guy is getting some badass transfers, so who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Who's the new guy? Oh, Dennis, Dennis Gates, Gates from Cleveland Oh, State. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, who the fuck is the new guy? <laughs> um, So, the, sorry, going off on a spiel there. There's college football. We will post the graphic. We'll post everything for you. Wanted to throw our picks out there. Um, Do we want to talk a little bit about UFC Paris? I have a couple picks, but Here's the thing. Outside of the fucking last two fights, it's basically a dog shit. That's fight. yeah. That's basically kind of what I want to talk about. I mean, I do fight have, night, so it's free. I do have picks outside of the two fights, but we won't. Yeah, we won't harp on them. Let's just talk about the the last two fights. Uh, it is free. UFC Paris. Did you see? By the way, it's headlined by Cyril Gan and tied to Ivasa. Did you see the interaction today? With Cyril Gan and Tai Tuivasa in front of the Eiffel Tower. Anybody? Jarrett? Mm-hmm. It's gone. Disappeared. Gone. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get a beer. Sorry. Did you see the interaction today between Cyril Gan and Tai Tuivasa in front of the Eiffel Tower? I'll be 100% honest with you. I have not. Okay. So they like, they did like, not. Not like an official face-off, but they were standing there in front of the Eiffel Tower, and then they got done. And Tai Tuivasa like got got a shoe, and then they like locked arms and like did like a pose for a shoey together. They're like, "Oh no, let's save this for after the fight." So like it was super, it was super cool, very friendly. Um, hmm. Either way, it's hard Tai-tuivasa. to get mad. It's hard to get mad at Tai Tuivasa. Like he seems like a oh, hard dude to hate. And apparently, Cyril Gan's <laughs> really nice guy too. He, um, I don't know. He punched as hard as he did. He punched some guy. I saw him on TikTok punch some guy in the stomach and he, like fell to the ground. Yeah, I believe that. But he's from France, uh, so it's in technically his hometown. Tied to Avasa, obviously from Australia. But dude, how are you not going to bet plus four twenty five when I'm tied to Avasa? I have some. I have some sprinkling bink, some sprinkling binks on this card. I want to bet tied to Avasa. I want tied to Avasa. First of all, it doesn't matter. Whoever wins this is not going to beat Francis Ngannou because we've already seen Cyril Ghosn. I don't know. Francis Ngannou is a pussy. He's been hurt for like ever. Always yeah. hurt. Um, anyway, my hair is crazy. I like Tai Tuvasa plus 400 and 425 where we can get it at. I also like Cyril gain inside distance minus 150 because I don't think that – Tuvasa has the gas to go five oh, rounds. Oh, this fight's not going five rounds. And then I also, no like, chance. I also like gain. I also like this fight to go under two and a half of minus one hundred five. So I think there's some ways you can kind of spread some wealth there. So Tuvasa plus four twenty five, Cyril uh, Gan inside distance minus one fifty, and then under two and a half at minus one hundred five. That's that, those are my picks for this main event. Well, sure. Tied to Avasa of his 18 professional fights has only got, would have gone the over twice. So there's that for you. And Cyril gone would have gone over three times. Well, so this is a five-round fight, though, so you can't really bet the over-under. you got to bet alternate rounds probably because I bet you the over-under is probably – Oh, I mean, well, over-under of the actual regular fights – yeah, it would be two and a half. So I don't mind that. Uh, Ethan, you got anything? Have you looked into this? Care? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. He's saying he says yes. Uh, and then the co-main event is Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori. Whitaker by decision guys, minus one fifteen. Both guys who really Marvin Vittori lost in the second UFC fight, but that was a while ago. But outside of that, both of them have only lost to Israel Adesanya twice. Yeah. Uh, Whitaker by decision minus one fifteen. This fight will, will not get finished. I will bet my life on that. Um, both these guys are not finishers. I think Marvin Vittori is vastly overrated. He even came out today and said um, that he believes Israel Adesanya's days as a champion are are dwindling. Okay, motherfucker, you had your shot and you didn't do it. So who's who's going to do it? Because it, it ain't you. You ain't him. I don't. I don't think Robin or Robin Robert Whitaker can wrestle with Marvin Vittori. Not gonna happen. 
I think I'm going to take Vittori on this one at plus 180. Yeah, to each their own. I, I think Whitaker's a dog, so we'll see. I do too, but I don't know. Like he's just he hasn't got it in him. He hasn't finished a fight in five years. He was the champion, so he's clearly got it in him. He may he may no longer have that dog in him. He may no longer. <laughs> insert Mark, insert the X-ray picture of yeah. the lungs with the dogs. Exactly. It's a Marvin Vittori. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because it's like kind of big, but it is free if you have ESPN Plus. So I do have a couple other big underdogs that are potential bets. One I really like is John Macdesi. He's plus one ninety five versus uh, Nazrat Hackparast, who's lost two oh, fights. Absolutely in a row. not. Why Nazrat's lost I'm two a, fights in a row? I'm a big Nazrat guy. He, yeah, yeah he, he lost sucks. Bobby Green and Dan Hooker. Bobby Green's a bum. Bobby Green's a bum. Uh, Bobby Green fought for the title because of a fucking injury, but he did fight for the title. I also got to got to got to try to throw one out there for for Joaquin Buckley at plus two fifteen from St. Louis. He's probably gonna get also fucking. Ra- St. Louis. He's also he's he's probably gonna get ragdolled, but you know it is what it is. Anytime there's a, there's a St. Louis person in anything, you gotta bet on him. Yeah, but that guy's fighting, I believe, is a fucking Khabib prodigy. So, does he? Uh, no, he's from France. MMA Factory is that Khabib? Uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's con. A big clump of knobs. That it's has to be the juice. outro this week. <laughs> I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. Um, MMA factory is Francis Gano, Cyril gone, and that's pretty much it. So I didn't know they were fucking teammates, by the way. All right. Well, there you go. They're, boy, that's weird. They fought each other. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna that's gonna do it. We do not. It's a week one. Lots of picks. Lots of picks thrown at you, Ethan. Appreciate you hopping on so late. We've known you. I will be. I will be absolutely one hundred percent better prepared next week, guys. NFL Week One. I promise you that we will have some spicy picks next week. All of us. Some spicy picks. We will. Didn't get to see. We had hoodie Ethan. For most of this, he had the hoodie. We did. He had hoodie mellow. I worked a twelve-hour day today, folks. So, uh, you know, I'm like half here, half not, half in bed. Props to joining. (laughs) You joined me and Jared hopped on. We were about to record, and I said, "Fuck it, we'll do it live. (laughs) We'll write it and do it live. Fuck it. Fucking thing sucks. Um, No, dude, seriously, that's it's gonna be dope. I like this call competition thing we got." Um, next week's gonna be fun. We're still gonna give you guys our the primetime picks. Whether or not we want to include those in our ten units for the week is is up to us. We're still gonna give you the Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night picks for NFL. Uh, but then we're also gonna give you our ten unit bets as well. So it's competition. Look forward on the socials and uh, have fun. Bet safe. Be responsible. Or irresponsible. I don't really care. Um, and best of luck. <laughs> Remember me what you do with your money. It's your fucking money. Losing mine. So yeah, there it is. Look for the graphic to get all of our picks. We're not going to recap them because that's way too fucking much. So without further ado, we will see you guys on Thursday night on the socials because that's when we'll be tweeting about our bad picks. <laughs> Peace. Peace. M-I-Z. Peace.